Welcome to the Divinely Driven Results Show. My name is Elise Smith, Christian business strategist, and we get to empower Christian women entrepreneurs like you to be able to build your business in the Lord's way as opposed to the world's way, to be able to get real results in your business through biblical strategies. Now, today we have an incredible guest, but I want to ask you, are you not seeing the financial results that you are looking for despite working so hard on pursuing your goals? We've all been there before, right? <laughs> Are you feeling uncomfortable when you think or talk about money? Ooh, does even just me saying that kind of give you like the heebie-jeebies? <laughs> <laughs> or are you considering the possibility that you're not meant to have wealth, which is completely a lie, but sometimes we think that, right? Do I not deserve the wealth that I'm looking for? Well, we're going to talk about that and so much more here today with our incredible guest, Susan Fleming. She is a business alignment therapist, and she's going to help us to rewire our brain for wealth today. So Susan, thanks so much for being on. Tell us a little bit about you, uh, what you do and who you are. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, so as you said, I am a business alignment therapist and uh, my company is Heaven to Earth. And I work with kingdom entrepreneurs, kingdom leaders to multiply life without burnout. So scaling that business or that ministry, you know, having more impact in the world without burning out in the process because you know, so many people think that, well, if I'm going to have more impact, I've got to put in more hours, I've got to work harder, I got to do more things, mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things I love about this message that God has given me of working from rest is that, you know, we can, we can do it without the burnout. We don't have to do more. It's not about the doing, it's about us being who he's called us to be. And so becoming that woman, right, that can that can then go and do the things from a place of union with him. And um, so that's one part of what I do. And then, as you said, the the wealth part, that's huge. It's a huge mindset that so many um, Christian entrepreneurs, I find, have because of things we've been taught from the church about money and so I'm sure we'll dive into more of that I'll leave that there but <laughs> what how you opened it up was just perfect because that is like so many of the the thoughts and questions um that my clients have around money yeah, absolutely. And it's it's hard because there's so there's so much emotion tied to money, right? Like, I mean, it's just green pieces of paper, but there's so much more to us than that. So let's talk about for just a second, you know, how we grow up with our perception of money, especially, you know, in the church or the communities that we live in. What shapes the way that we look at money? You know, money touches everything. And I heard somebody say that one time and I was like, whoa, that's so true. Like we can't, mm -hmm. we can't not operate in the world without it. It money touches everything, but God also touches everything. Mm. And so we, you know, we get all these messages growing up from parents, teachers, friends, uh, you know, maybe your Sunday school teacher. I know many churches don't do that anymore, but <laughs> we would go to Sunday school class, you know, to learn. And, um, you know, even the media, right? There's, we're constantly being inundated 
about messages regarding money, how to spend it, how to save it. Is it, you know, it's good, it's bad, it's whatever. And the thing is, is that our brains, so let me back up a little bit. The, the prefrontal cortex, which is your logical, rational thinking part of your brain, is not fully developed until your mid-20s. Wow. Mid-20s. Right. So up until that point, we have all this stuff coming at us and we really don't have full capacity to go. I don't think I want to believe that. I don't want to let that in, you know, and so we're just receiving this these messages without really filtering through. Is that true mm -hmm. or do I want to keep that? Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's gosh. So, yeah, all the messages we get about money impact us from the time we're coming out of the womb right we're getting these messages and our in our brain is just soaking up all the information it's not you know think of like a computer a computer doesn't judge the information you give it right it just it receives information it sends information like it's just doing things it's not really processing is this true or should I store this over here or sort over there? It goes where you tell it to go. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we don't have that ability yet to, to say, I don't want to keep that. Or no, that's a lie. I, I'm not going to believe that. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, you know, when we, when we get past that age, of, of our, you know, our mid twenties, it's actually 21 for females and 25 for males. Wow. <laughs> There's a little discrepancy there. I, I won't even go there, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it, yeah, you, when you're, you're in your twenties and, and I think about the fact that like at 25, I had already graduated college. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy to think about the things we expect people to do at such a young age when when they don't have the ability to make those decisions. And so working with entrepreneurs coming into business, you know, you're bringing in all those messages that you've received and you're not even aware of what you actually believe about money. Right. Like you were saying, there's so much emotion attached to it, but how many people intentionally take the time to stop and go, okay, why? Why is there so much emotion with this? Why am I so scared of spending this? Or why am I scared to not, you know, like what, what is the emotion telling me? We don't evaluate those things. And so that's one of the things I really help my clients with that money mindset. Let's get to the root of what are you actually believing about money mm -hmm. and how is it affecting how you're operating in your business? Mm -hmm. So powerful. I, I love having a therapist on guys because we get to see like the inside of the brain and figure out those things that we don't even realize that we, we don't have that capability until we're in our early twenties. Like that's just amazing. So thank you for enlightening us on that. So, okay. So we have probably some listeners that are, you know, around their early twenties. And then we have listeners that are much older than that. <laughs> so what, what kind of suggestions would you give us for rewiring our brain for wealth at, at either age? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really about intentionality. 
the very first thing I always tell people is you have to recognize what is it you're saying about money. Mm-hmm. And when I mean, when, when I say saying, I don't necessarily mean like what's coming out of your mouth, right? But what, what are you thinking about money? What are you saying to yourself? What is that self-talk around money? If you're at the store and you want to get something, do you automatically go, oh, I can't afford that? Right. Like what are those thoughts going on around money? And you'll notice what what happens is, well, so the the progression is is when we look at the brain science of how the brain fires, you have a thought and then a feeling, and then the action comes. So if you're having trouble with identifying what am I thinking about money, you can start at the end and look at well, what are my behaviors around money? Hmm. And then track it back to okay, why am I behaving in that way? And you can, you know, kind of work backwards to what's the actual thought I'm having about money. Mm -hmm. So that would be my absolute first step is you've got to recognize what's going on. What are the things that need to be addressed? You've got to intentionally take time to just gain that insight into your own beliefs around money, because we just so readily accept, well, this is the way we've always done it right or my parents did it like this like that's a huge one yeah exactly <laughs> that's a huge one if you if you're having difficulty identifying your beliefs look at your parents mm-hmm. how do they talk about money right because it's most likely the same thing you heard when you were younger yeah yeah I mean I can think about like with my parents like they were talking about oh there's never enough you know uh, money at the end of the month or month at the end of the money or whatever it is right and and that stuck with me and it was just always like oh no we can't afford that or we you know we can't do that because we're not like that family that's rich or you know and and there's all these phrases that kind of come up when you start thinking about your childhood and how your parents responded to money and you probably didn't even realize it when you were little it's not like you said oh that's kind of a you know disempowering way to look at money (laughs) but then we start saying it either to ourselves or to our spouses or other people and and then you have that awareness moment and I think you're right I mean absolutely the best way to change those thoughts and to take captive those thoughts like it talks about in Romans is to be able to have that awareness what are you thinking what are you feeling I know for me one of the biggest things I did to help me see my perception around money was I wrote a letter to money as if it was a real person. And it was like an abusive boyfriend kind of letter. It was like, I love you, but I hate you. And you're never around, but I want you more. And I mean, it was weird, yes. but, but it's so, it's so true. We have to be able to kind of get to the bottom of how we're feeling about money before we can do anything about it. Right. Yeah. And it's so powerful what you say there to about writing a letter to money because we are so entangled with it you've got to see it as something separate from yourself Mm -hmm. so true that's huge seeing it separately from you because I know for me I very much had my identity tied up in success and achievement and I judged my success based on what's the number in my bank account Mm. Right. It's so intertwined. All those things that we deal with as business owners, the the success, money, 
failure, our value, our worth, like it's just, it's so entangled (laughs) for sure. So I love that you, you brought that out is you've got to see money as separate from you. Mm -hmm. You've got to see the success is separate from you, right? Like that's not your identity. What you're doing is not who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're daughters of God. Like we, we have so much power that we can tap into. And the fact of the matter is, is that whether we do or don't do whatever, we're still of infinite worth because we're daughters of God. I always love that, uh, that concept that people use at events where they like, they crumple up a dollar bill and they stomp on it and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, how much is this dollar bill worth? And it's like, it's still a dollar. <laughs> and that's what we are as well. So, so once we have that awareness, what's our next step to being able to rewire our brain yeah so recognize you want to recognize the thoughts that you're having and then start recording them wow like pen to paper write it down and and really evaluate again you're just going to go back to evaluating because the thing that happens is if you don't write it down then you're you don't hold well I'll say most people don't hold themselves accountable to going through that process of evaluating and gaining that insight. But once you see it on paper, it's like, ooh, now I have to really deal with this. <laughs> it becomes real, right? It does. It so does. It's it's no longer just thoughts bouncing around in your head, right? When you see it there on paper, it's like, okay. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> this is, you know, maybe it's worse than you thought. Maybe it's better than you thought, you know, who knows? But um, for me, just that realization of when I, when I was able to see it on paper and go through it and, and look, what are the recurring themes? Mm-hmm. What are the patterns, right? Noticing what, um, because it's, it can be difficult to identify what is that root belief, right? But if you can look at the fruit, if you look at the thoughts and you go through and you start recognizing patterns and you're like, oh, okay, so there's a thing going on here. <laughs> I must actually believe this about money, mm. right? And so you're able to make that connection when you can see it laid out, the thoughts that you're actually having and the, and the feelings attached to it. I love how you just use the word fruit because it makes me think about that scripture, you shall know them by their fruits. And I never thought about their fruit as being like, you usually think about the fruit as like the end result or the action, but it's the belief. Like that was just mind blowing. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. Um, Okay. So just in the last couple of minutes that we have, what other steps would you recommend? Once we write it down, we have that ouch moment. (laughs) Where do we go from here? (laughs) Yeah, definitely an ouch moment. Um, But then you just... Let me, let me, I just, I want to say right here for that ouch moment, mm-hmm. there's no shame. There's no condemnation. The Lord is not going, oh, I can't believe you were thinking that, right? <laughs> like he's not judging. There's no condemnation in that. Don't be afraid to take those things to the Lord and say, this is what I've been believing but I know it doesn't line up with what, or or you can even, you may not even know if it lines up or not with what he's thinking, right? So let's back up a step and go, this is what I've been believing. Is this what you believe about money? Mm-hmm. And that journey for me 
was life-changing. <laughs> to go through the scripture with this lens of what does God really think about money? Because I want to think the way he thinks, right? I want his thoughts about money. I want his beliefs about money or success or wealth or abundance or whatever word that is there for you, right? So taking that paper and with no shame, just taking it back to him and saying, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and going through the scriptures and seeing what speaks to the thoughts that you're having. Does it agree? Does it disagree? What needs to change? And evaluating, you know, with that lens of scripture. So powerful. I mean, when you look at scripture, God is a God of wealth and abundance. I mean, every time that he, that, you know, the Israelites or someone does something, you know, following God and being obedient, he blesses them with wealth. And it's not a curse. And of course, sometimes it turns into a curse because we, you know, misuse it as human beings. But the thing is, is that that's, that's a way that he blesses us. And even in the first few chapters of Genesis, it talks about how there was gold and gold was good. So if we look for it, we really will find it. If we seek, we shall find. So powerful. Okay, so then we take it to the Lord and we ask him what it is that he feels about money. What's that? I think you have one more step, right? Yes. So as recognize, record, you're going to do actually what I call it is refuting, which is going through the scripture and you're going to see what lines up, what doesn't. And then you're replacing, right? The fourth step is to then replace it. Now that you have all the information, you know what needs to change. Well, now you've got to implement. You've got to do something with it, <laughs> right? So we're going to replace those lies with truth. And that, that process of replacing is just, you know, we learn through repetition. So every day, right, pick out some of those key scriptures that speak to the truth of what God actually thinks about wealth and money and success, right? And, and just reading those out loud every day. It only takes a few minutes, right? It doesn't have to be a long process. I can hear people now saying, I don't have time for one more thing, <laughs> right? It, but it's just a few minutes of, because you've got to, here's the thing, like I was saying about the prefrontal cortex, right? It wasn't there when those, in, those initial messages were coming in. So these things that you're now saying out loud, it may be the first time that your brain has heard it. So it's going to now process differently through the brain. That's why I, I tell people all the time, you've got to open your mouth. <laughs> you've got to be speaking things out loud. Your brain actually needs to hear what you're saying. So that, that replacing is going to take um, intentionality, again, of just speaking out loud the truth of God's word this is what you say and it's going to start rewiring those beliefs to line up with what what's true what's actual truth God's truth about it mm, it's so powerful when we can tap into God's truth for us mm -hmm. because then it quiets the enemy 
right? God's truth will always conquer. It's almost like when, when you're in a dark room and you flip on the light, then that darkness just goes away. And that's, I think, the same thing that happens with God's truth. So I love that you take us back to the scriptures and you help us to really find what the truth is for us and how we can really take that into ourselves. So, so this is the four R's then, right? So we've got recognize, replace, refute, and uh, replace. Is that right? Yeah. Recognize, record, refute, and replace. Awesome. I think I messed up that second R, <laughs> but I was just going off of memory. So that was good. I love those four R's. That is so powerful for us to rewire our brain, to start taking captive those thoughts like we've talked about, because one of the ways that the enemy stops us in entrepreneurship is our thoughts about money. If we don't believe that we're worth it, then we're not going to charge what we're worth, right? If we don't believe that we deserve wealth and that we deserve abundance the way that God wants to pour it out to us, then we're not going to grow our businesses. And then all those people that we would have helped will not be helped through the way that we would be able to help them. So of course, he's going to attack our worth and our wealth because that's where he can kind of cut us off the knees and, and stop us from doing God's work that he's called us to do. So this is so incredibly powerful stuff that you taught us here today. Thank you so much, Susan. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So if there's one last golden nugget that you would like to leave with the audience, what's God's message that he has put on your heart for this audience today? Hmm. Don't let the simplicity stop you from taking action. I love that. Yeah. Because what's easy to do is what's easy to not do, right? Right. It makes me think of, um, you know, what, uh, I can't think of where it is. <laughs> You'll probably know where, um, oh my gosh, like the details have just totally left me, but it, the scripture where he talks about, where he tells him to go dunk in the river, mm -hmm. right? I can't even, I'm, gone completely blank <laughs> but it's like you know it, it's such a simple thing that we go oh it, it can't be that easy yeah. and we won't do it yeah. and so I would just just leave you with this process sounds really simple but it's you you have to intentionally work through the steps mm -hmm. and implement to have the change so don't let the simplicity stop you from implementing. Love it. Absolutely. So powerful. Can you give us a summary of the four hours one more time? Just those words. Yeah. Recognize, record, refute, replace. Simple, but powerful. Thank you so much, Susan. Now, if people want to get to know more about you and what you have to offer them, where can they go to find you? Yep. I'm at heaven to earth, LLC.com. And that links out to all the other places <laughs> that's like the, the central hub. Um, so I've, you know, I have things in written form. I've got video, I've got list, you know, I've got the podcast, the book, YouTube. So whatever form you want to find me in, everything is there linked out to all the places. So <laughs> awesome. Heaven to earth, LLC.com. What a beautiful name too. That's so, so cool. <laughs> well, awesome. Susan, thank you so much for being on the show today. And if you guys want more tips on how to grow your business in the Lord's way, you're a Christian woman entrepreneur in the service-based industries, then make sure you come and check out our free Facebook group, Faithful Ladypreneurs. All right, guys, thanks so much for your time today. We'll see you next time.